going to try to do this not crying. <clears throat> Grew up in a Christian home and lived in Chicago, had it made. Um, we moved down to South Carolina in 95, 96, sorry, 15 years old, two days before school started. Uh, I was that kid that always got made fun of, always hyperactive, but I got to a point I didn't care. But went from a public school straight into a private school, Bob Jones University Academy. And that's when I really started rebelling. Um, they, the school was great, but the, the, the religion, they forced it down you, or the way I took it. And I struggled in school. Uh, I always held the extra help because of I didn't comprehend it. Uh, once I graduated, I played, you know, played soccer all my life, always on a team. I'm always that guy. I always love the attention, I guess you want to call it. And um, they, they would always say in school you would go one way or the other. Um, it's either you're going to go the biblical way or you're going to go completely do a U-turn and go with the world. Well... I went with the world. <clears throat> still playing soccer, still doing what I can with soccer, but I got involved with the world. I got involved in the party life. Started off with alcohol, then it started off with marijuana, and then I started meeting more friends, and I thought they were my friends. Then I started doing harder stuff. Cocaine, acid, you name it, I've done it. The only thing I would not do was shoot up. I wouldn't do it, just wouldn't do it. Well, I was in the party scene and just, I thought it was good. Everything was great. I thought everybody that was with me was my friend. <clears throat> so, then I still got into a guy that was selling drugs. He's like, hey, man, you want to sell with me? It's so good money. I said, sure, why not? You know, what am I, what am I going to lose? And um, I started selling. You know, I, I would put a hide, I'd hide it because I was still at my parents' house. Um, we were... I mean, this went on for a couple of years that I just, I didn't care. I worked. I can go with no sleep because I'm on drugs. I didn't care. I was working a job that didn't do drug testing. I was good. I was living it. And then my buddy called me and said, hey, Jeff, um, I got all this. We need to sell it tonight. But I needed someone with me just in case. I said, sure, sure, you know what? So I, you know, I did a line of cocaine and went on with life. We did our staging area and 
wasn't thinking of my consequences. <clears throat> we were there within about two hours. We had a knock on the door. Greenville County. I said, uh, what? Like, I opened it like, what just happened? My buddy looked at me and he says, uh, hey, Jeff, like, so I know I'm going down. So I'm going to go ahead and tell you, just go ahead and give it to me. I'll take the hit. And I was like, do what? And he's already gotten, you know, drug charges already. So he knew he was being locked up. And that was my eye opener. I'm like, well, maybe I just need to do drugs, not just sell it, because there's too much risk in this. So, you know, all that went down, and the cops come in and searched him, and he's like, they looked at me, and they're like, well, where's yours at? I don't have any. What are you talking about? I'm just here hanging out. He said, no, well, you do know that we can charge you with what he has. Um... I didn't know what to say. And my buddy just looked at me and says, no, officer, this is mine. This is all me. Put it on me. Jeff has nothing to do with this. And I was just blown away. Um, well, I, I continued doing, my drug was powder cocaine. And I had those friends that would always ask me to come to church. I knew what I was doing was wrong, but in the moment, I was good. So I just kept saying, no, 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 I'm good, I'm good. No, I, no, I'm good. I'll be there one day. I'll be there one day. And uh, they were doing a drama at that church. And I just got done getting high because that was what I knew. Work, eat, sleep, get high. That's it. Because I thought they were my friends. And just something told me some. Uh, they're like, hey, man, we're doing this uh, special at church today. The youth is doing drama. I'd love for you to come. So I said, ah, you know what? I'll go ahead and smoke some because I'll go to please you. Because you asked me to come, I'll go to please you. But I really didn't want to be there. But I knew what I was doing was wrong. And... Um, they did a skit, and it was talking about drugs and alcohol. <clears throat> and then they started playing um, Amazing Grace. My chains are gone. Instant tears, born. I'm talking about like instant sober, like straight sober, like on my knees, bawling my eyes out. And then, you know, at, at that time, I gave it all to him. Um, you know, I did landscaping most of my life, so I've always busy, go-go, playing sports, reffing sports, coaching sports. I just loved it. Refing, you know, reffing soccer, going all over reffing soccer, and I loved it. Um, then I ended up getting married, and uh, I had my little girl, Addison, and 
things went south, and we had to walk away from the marriage. Still had Addison. And then I lost my house. Uh, it was about a month later or something like that. I lost my house, and I was angry at God. It wasn't that I was blaming God, but I was angry at God, and I didn't know which way to look. Everything was down. Everything was going south. So I started drinking really heavy, really heavy. I mean, there was nights, there was nights I would call my parents and say, hey, uh, I need you to come pick me up. Well, where are you at? Well, I don't know. I'm right here on the corner. You can't miss me. Just come find me. I'm talking about like 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. They would show up to come get me. And they would pray for me. And uh, it's just crazy on how God works and how his timing is and how you meet somebody. Because you never know who you're going to meet or what their story is. And I'm the type of person, I'm a people person. I love to please you guys. You know, I love to, hey, how are you doing? I never knew a stranger. I never knew a stranger. So I, I finally had an eye opening. Just God was speaking to me and saying, what are you doing with your life right now? What are you doing? Because we, we know that the drugs weren't doing it. And as soon as I stopped doing drugs, oh, wait, I lost all my friends. So when I start drinking again, you're like, oh, yeah, I see him every Friday at the bar. What's up, man? What's going on? But in reality, you're not, they're not there when time comes down. And uh, I met my wife. We started talking. Then I met the kids. And then God just really has been, and I know, Brother Chuck, thank you for praying. Mom and Dad. You knew, it was at, at the party scene, you know people were praying for you because you can absolutely feel it. And it's, if you guys ever feel that um, drugs, alcohol, or other is the way of life, I promise you it's not. I promise you it's not, because there's a lot of decisions in life that you never know what that person has gone through or what they are going through. And I'm not, you know, like I said, I'm the type of person that I'm a people pleaser. I meet no strangers. Hey, Bob, how are you? Good, good. How was your week? Good, great. Hey, Joe, hey, how you doing? I'm that person. And I'm not that type of person just to out speak my Christianity. I never have been. And God was speaking to me, I say what, about two months ago, baby? It was about two months ago. There was a guy sitting at the gas station. Um, you know, I started, um, I started working. Um, and I'll back up a story to all that, what's lead to where I'm at. Uh, I met a guy, and uh, he wasn't asking for anything, but God said, hey, just go up to him. Just go up to him. And he's not that type of person to ask. And I said, hey, man, you hungry? He said, yeah. Yeah, I am. I said, can I get you something? He said, no, nah, man, I'm not going to ask. I'm not going to ask. And um, I, bought him four hot, I bought him two hot dogs, a bag of chips, and a drink. 
And I said, hey, buddy, have a good day. He started crying. I said, what's up? He said, well, I wasn't going to ask for all that. I said, well, God has blessed me in my life that, I have, that he's asked me to give to you. And I built my, my rapport up with him. His name is Bill. And uh, I had a free time in the moment. And I went up and talked to him. I said, hey, man, why are you homeless? What is in your life that you can't walk away from? And he told me. He said, broken marriage, lost his house, lost his job. No one cared about him. He lost all of his friends. And um, so for me to reach out to him is a totally 360 for me for doing drugs to listening to what God has to say and saying, let me show you the way. And back on my story up, back when I was, my daughter was just born. She was about a month and a half old. I was in a bad car accident. I was hit by a drunk driver sitting at Walmart. And um, it just so happened that her mom asked me to take her to the store. And I said, no, let me go by myself. Me and my buddy will run and run right back out. The next phone call I made and said, hey, I've been in an accident. I need you. And I, ended, I was fine. 20 minutes later, my back locked up on me. And I looked at the state trooper and I said, I can't move. So they called the ambulance, put me on the backboard, neck brace. Doctor come, took me to the hospital and the doctor come in and he says, well, I got good news and bad news. I said, oh, joy. I like the way this is going. And um, he said, I, you got three uh, crushed vertebrates in your back. You are two centimeters from being paralyzed. And at that point, I was lost. And the people that poured into me when I was down gave me the, you know, that's what made me come talk to this guy. Like, I didn't have nothing. I was down on my back for a year and a half. Uh, physical therapy. I was in and out of doctor's office. I was in and out of, you know, get my prescriptions filled and blah, 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 blah. But I was also angry, but God has showed me through when I was doing that, in the midst of me being down, he's like, let me show you the way. Let me have the way. You can't do it in life. And that was an eye opener for me. And when I had the opportunity to talk to with Bill, I said, God, this isn't me. This is you. And he was like, well, Bill called me the, about a week later, and he said, hey, Jeff. He said, I really appreciate you looking at me and not judging me, not questioning me. You accept me as a friend. And I said, it's not me that I want the glory. I said, it's Christ Jesus that has came into my heart, that has shown me the way, that has asked me to say, hey, let's lean on him. I let people lean on you, so let me lean on you. So, you know, I called them, and I, we had, we've had multiple, multiple conversations. And I just finally had the courage. I said, hey, Bill, do you know 100% right now of where you're going? 
Well, I guess so. I said, well, that's not the answer I was looking for. I said, because I need 100% definition saying yes. I know where my heart, I know where my heart is. I'm going to heaven when I, when I die from here. Because he was, he was ready for, he was done. And I get where he's at. And I guess that's why you go through things in life that you, you do it for the moment. Or you don't understand why the people that you meet in life that, like, why am I meeting him? You know? And it's just, so I, <clears throat> getting all used to being in the Christianity, giving your testimony, or leading someone to Christ, I was new at it. And my brother-in-law is a pastor. And I said, hey, Joe, I need your help. He said, all right, well, what's going on? And I told him. And he led, the, led Bill to Christ. That's what it's about. Yes, sir. And he looked at me. It's been about a month. He was living in a tent. And we had, it was when all that... Uh, Heavy rain was happening, and his tent caved in. And he just called me crying. He said, man, I'm really sorry that I'm bothering you or burdening you, but my tent, everything I have is ruined. Um, and then I, I just, I'm on the road. I work for a heavy towing company, heavy record towing, and... I said, I'll get back to you. Let me get back to you. And I was thinking as I was driving, I said, God, what can I do to help this man, to show him Christ? And I said, all right. So I called my boss. I said, hey, hey man, just, just out of curiosity, do you know someone that has a used tent that they ain't using? The next thing that come out of my boss's mouth was, you've got a company card. You go get what you need to get. And, and, I, and I say all that just because of the heartache and the, I promise you, the drugs, the alcohol, person to person to person to person is not the way to go. And then he, he called me again, and I gave him the tent. I showed him, brought him a tent. My wife put a little box together, like a sealed-type box, you know, non-perishable goods, some underwear, some socks. Stuff in a Tupperware container that we can give to him that he can keep in his tent. And uh, I brought it to him. I said, hey, man, I need to meet you. And he said, I said, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to open up the back of the Tahoe. I got something for you. And it was a new tent, tarp, spikes, drinks, whatever you need to, to live. Water, drinks, food, clean underwear, deodorant, body spray. He started bawling his eyes out. And he said, thank you for not judging me for who I am. And I lost it. There's, just because of the fact that I was able to give that to him, and to see his life completely has turned around is the willing of the faith of God. And, you know, definitely been, you, you know, constantly in prayer, 
you know, never knowing what tomorrow holds. And the, the industry that I'm in, I see a lot of, I see a lot of things I don't want to see, unfortunately. And there's a song that, uh, you know, I get upset and I'm, I'm on the phone with my wife, I'm on the road and there's always that one song that I always go to and it's I Know a Man. And I'll sing it for you guys here in just a minute. <clears throat> but there's also another song that my wife sung at church and it's just, I was like, I, I, I really like this song. I, this is everything that I've been through. It's I've been through enough. And if you listen to the words of that song, it's saying that it does not matter your past, your present, nor your future, because God has you, regardless of what you have. And I was, mom come, to, mom come to my church, and she was like, you know, I sung that day, and she's like, well, Pastor Chuck wants you to come to church, and I'm like, well, what? But me? What am I doing, you know? You know, definitely honored. But there, in the song it says, you know, it does not matter what I'm going through. It doesn't matter what I've done or where I'm at because my God is still here. Um, I, was, I was battling on what song to sing today. But, you know, and, um, I've been through enough. It's also saying that... Uh, in your time of when you're down, why are you questioning God? You're talking about a God that has his hands over the whole universe. So why are you, why am I questioning him? Or why am I doubting him? Because I've been through enough that my God will see me through. And, you know, the, the prayers that I had, you know, the last... How long have I known you, Pastor? About five years. About five years. And the, the way the, we were talking before we, when we got here, the mortality that I was at then to the mortality at, that I'm at now, I'm all about family. You know, God has definitely blessed me with a, a great job. You know, definitely for my safety, for always. But from the, from the time I met you, to the time I am in now, is I'm two different people. Thank you, guys.